I'm Ayelet Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to Learn With Less, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, educators, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. In this podcast series, we get together to sing a few songs, discuss ideas for play, outline some insight about early development, and talk about life as a parent or caregiver in these early years of parenthood. The mission of Learn With Less is to provide confidence to new parents that you can support and connect with your baby or toddler without having to buy a single toy. If you'd like to learn more about Learning With Less or about my best-selling books, Understanding Your Baby or Understanding Your Toddler, open a new tab in your browser to my website, learnwithless.com. If you enjoy this episode, I hope you'll take just a moment of your time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to reach more families and professionals and share our values of community, playfulness, inclusivity, simplicity, and education when it comes to early learning and early parenthood. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to I yell it. Hello to the singers. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies. Hello to the toddlers. Hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I will help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name. Hello to your name. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Today, I have a very special guest on the Learn With Less podcast, special educator, music educator, parent educator, Learn With Less facilitator, and founder of Mi Casa Abierta, Sara Moreno. Sara has done a masterful job in translating the Learn With Less curriculum into Spanish for our Learn With Less Caregiver and Me classes, and I am so happy to share her knowledge and warmth with you today. Let's welcome her to the show. Hola, Sara. Hola, Sara. Que alegre verte hoy aquí. Hola, Sara. Hola, Sara. Que alegre verte aquí. One last time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. Before we get started today with the episode, I want to just let you know that we will be speaking a lot today about the Learn With Less Facilitator Training and Certification Program. If you are an educator or therapist interested in becoming a licensed Learn With Less Facilitator and integrating Caregiver and Me classes into your offerings or practice, you are invited to apply now at learnwithless.com certification. If you are a parent or caregiver interested in learning more about resources to help you feel confident you can support and connect with your tiny human, we would love you to start by downloading my free infant and toddler development blueprint over at learnwithless.com slash blueprint today. All right, let's get this party started. Welcome, Sarah, officially to this conversation. I wanted to just chat with you today because you have been such a big part of the Learn With Less facilitator training and certification program over the last year plus in so many ways. And I want to 
number one, just take a moment to thank you for, for being part of it. And it's such a pleasure to, to know you, to be in community with you and to have you be part of this program and how it's grown and all of the benefits that you've added to it. So I wanted to really share that with our larger community and make sure that you have a voice here and that we want to just amplify what you're doing. So can you just give a little bit of a background about, you know, who you are, your professional educational experiences, where you are in the world? And yeah, let's start there. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so glad to be part of this program. And well, my name is Sara Moreno. I'm from El Salvador. I'm a special educator, but I have like a lot of interest in so many areas, as you know. <laughs> so I've been studying some certifications in music education and early music simulation, mm-hmm. and also in, well, I did a, a learn with less, and also I have a master in speech language therapy. So yeah, that's like what I've been doing. I'm a violin teacher, and I also give music communication and all, all that stuff in the uh, national like mm-hmm. a music institute here. That's what I'm doing. And also I have particular clients in, in speech therapy. That's what I'm actually doing. And also I'm the founder of Mi Casa Abierta. That's a space where I give parents and educators tools to be with their child and use music in that process of seeing them grow. Yes. So many amazing amazing experiences. And I think, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that you do all of those things and that you have all of those capabilities because you've also done such a beautiful job of bringing together all of your interests, all of your skills, all of the things that make you thrive and light up. And you've created this very robust and very sort of diverse career path for yourself. That's part traditional employment and part entrepreneur and a lot of experimentation. And that's something just, I think that's such a neat part of who you are and and what has drawn me to you and to to work with you. It's just been such a pleasure. So I want to ask you a little bit about what drew you to Learn With Less and the Learn With Less program. And in general, just the brand, the podcast, the books, all of those kinds of things. For you, what was it that sort of drew you in? And how did you find us? Because I love knowing that there are people out there from all over the world, right? I think for me, it's very easy to speak to especially people in the United States, because that's where I live currently, but also say specifically in Europe, because that was where I lived when I started this work. But I know, and you know, and many people know that so much of what we talk about in the Learn With Less curriculum and all of the things that we do is applicable to all over the world. So I'd love to hear your specific perspective on all that. Yeah, I found you on Instagram. I really love Instagram. <laughs> and a lot of my resources come from there. And I found you because I was looking for SLPs. And I was like starting to study in that area. And here in my country, you can't study to be an SLP. So you have to look outside. Here, the special educators are the ones that take that job. So I started looking for people that I felt 
like had an approach similar to what I already knew. So I really loved that you were using like not having to buy anything because that was something that I was feeling like I was not enough and maybe It was not that I was not enough, but that I didn't have all the things that some speech, uh, some SOPs have. So when I realized that I didn't need anything, actually anything, and that I could use anything I had and that families had, it was like a new world. And it was like, I really loved to find you because I don't know, you gave me like the confidence to use what I knew and to feel like an SOP. That was something that was very hard for me because it was ah, that's not my main career yeah that was the way I found you and then I actually give like groups of music music initiation like like a music enrichment class yeah the first steps in music for some kids yeah I also believe that music is connected to all our development areas so I was so happy to to find you because I could use what you taught me to that music groups and also for my individual SLP work right mm -hmm. Right. Because as if you've been listening to the Learn With Less podcast or following Learn With Less for any measure of time, you know that, you know, our four pillars are play, talk, sing and move. So music is a big component of what we do. We have some nod to music in all of our podcast episodes and the books, you know, understanding your baby and understanding your toddler. We encourage families to use music in so many different ways. And then, of course, in our Learn With Less Caregiver and Me classes that we hold throughout the world with licensed facilitators, you know, music is a big part of what we do and how we encourage families to be with their children. So I guess that's a good segue into the program itself. And I think it would be interesting to hear because you already were leading classes, right? You had your own curriculum that you were developing. So what then was the impetus for you to also invest your time and your energy and financials into a program that would give you something different? Like for you, what was the benefit and value of that? I feel like, first of all, you can learn from so much things. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need to look like for something in a specific, just when you learn it, you know how to connect it. And that's like a philosophy I have. But also, I think that the thing that made me feel like a stronger connection was the thing of buying stuff and not having to, you know. And before doing the program, I was the one, <laughs> the teacher that goes to any store and starts to look for things for therapy or for classes or for whatever, even It, when I didn't have the plan. Uh -huh. You know, I, I went and, oh, this could be useful someday. And this too. And this could be useful too. Yeah. And actually... Now I understand that it doesn't work like that because you get like so frustrated that you will never have materials for everything, but you can right. use anything. So that I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, that was, I mean, it is a reframe, right? You have to adjust your own perspective yeah. because I think it's so interesting, Sarah, how you say that, because I think a lot of professionals feel like that, right? I remember being a speech language pathologist in at least the first five years 
or more of my career and going to the dollar store, going to garage sale or going to the toy store or watching someone on Instagram who is some big, you know, influencer in the early intervention or therapy space who's talking about how great this toy or this activity is. And it's like, yes, that's wonderful. But that's not the point. But I agree. It's it's how we come into our professional journey thinking, okay, it's the tool that's going to be effective to work with families. And on the other side, I think as a parent, my own self, when I became a mom, I felt that too, this pressure to have the latest and greatest and best and most developmentally enriching toys. But I knew also that like, oh my gosh, this is not necessary. And the more I met with families and the more I became more comfortable in my own skin as a mom, I was seeing how much we could do with just the basics. And for me, I was living in a new country when I had a baby. So I didn't have all of my therapy materials, for instance, in the garage or in an office or somewhere. So I was starting from scratch, which actually was so good for me. And so I would maybe go down the street to the local thrift store and find some very basic kinds of things and then show my friends how you could use this in so many different ways. But over time, even those toys that I would get became less important. And it was much more about the empty milk carton or the paper towel roll that I actually just happened to have around that I would hand my baby and he would love it and play with it. And I was like, oh, let's sing about it. Let's add more language around it. Let's move and do fun things with it. Right. Let's play with it. That was literally how Learn With Less grew up. You know, it was funny that at the beginning when my approach, like my mindset changed, you don't have to buy things. It was so interesting because parents came sometimes and asked me, what did they have to buy? And they asked me if I could buy the things that we used in therapy. So right. I explained, I started like to ask them to, to bring me the things that they had. For example, even I know that my kids, my kids, they're not my kids, but my clients, I know that they had ties and I was not like, get right. rid of that ties. <laughs> it was like, bring it, bring the ties that they love. I In the therapy, I improvised and I, I taught them like you can do this and this and this so that you don't need to buy anything so I started like including them in therapy and starting to do what you do in the learn with less groups like giving the model and then ask them to practice in front of me to to make them feel comfortable and confident that they could do that and also I, I wanted to mention in this line that when you have like this mindset that you have to buy 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 it affects your personal life because it affects your financial yeah and it affects also for example we want to have a not minimalist life but less stuff and if you want to do that and if you want to have an organized life in the inside and in the outside in your home and you have a therapy room in your home and you have a lot of material that interferes with your personal life. Yes. So it's something that was amazing for me. The other thing that I don't want to stop mentioning is that for me, before the program, it was like hard to give advice to the to the moms and dads because I'm not a mom. 
and understanding that I don't have to be a mom to give great tools and to help, really help them. It was amazing because it's a big part of the program telling us like, you don't have to be that to, to help. So yeah, that, that was another thing that made me feel like a big connection with, with the program and made me value a lot of the information. Right. It's not just about having access to this specific curriculum. It's a whole mindset shift and then working through your own confidence and ability, your own self-concept as a facilitator and a person in your community who can be a resource. Yeah. And I think that for the people that is like thinking it's to get in or not, you know, they have to know that this is not about if you're gonna give these classes, if you're gonna lead mommy and me sessions. It's not about that. Ask them if you do, but you don't need to like enter thinking about this because this can, can enrich your practice in so many ways, even if you're just a mom. Like, because you can connect this with anything, anything you learn can be connected with what you already do. That's amazing. I would love to hear you expand on that because obviously a lot of the time when someone applies to the program, their end goal is to have this ability to offer these family enrichment classes, right? That's that's the whole point to them. But as you say, and many of our other facilitators have expressed that there's so much more to the program than just that end goal. And in fact, people have even said, like, I got the value of this entire program and all of the mindset shifts and building my own confidence and learning about marketing and things like that. Even if I never had even taught one learn with less class, like I got my money's worth. So I would love to hear more from you about like, can you speak to some of those other pieces. Obviously, there's the end goal of being able to utilize the Learn With Less program, but what are some other ways that this program has impacted you and your life? Yeah, as I said, the using of other materials like boxes and blankets, pillows and books, magazines, all those things, the use of that was amazing. Like it opens your eyes to the use of all these things and not just for giving the sessions you know also if you are in the therapy room you can use it for a lot of, of goals and also if you are in music lessons you can make songs from that you can use it as an instrument you can use it to do a lot of activities if you're a mom you can use it just for the time that you're spending with your child so I'm talking about the things I do but I'm so sure that also if you are uh, occupational therapist or if you are a physical therapy or even you are given like psychological sessions you can help in play therapy art therapy I I'm also studying art therapy of course but you are. <laughs> it, it's, yeah so I can tell you how amazing it's it's been not having to buy so much art materials because right. I can use even the fruit I can paint with fruit I can do the card of the series it's so so amazing because in all the areas you can use it that's one thing the other is like if you work not just with kids but also with parents or even with other professionals it's amazing because you, you learn how to give them like guidance and how to how some things that maybe in their areas are going to be helpful 
also I want to mention that I don't know how the schools in other parts of the world are, but here you, you don't always have the access to a lot of materials because right. the, the school can can buy the materials. So if you want materials as a teacher, you must buy them. Yes. But in this program, you learn how to use anything so you don't have to. And also you can ask kids to bring stuff because they won't have to buy anything. Those things are things that they have at home. So I, I really love that. I think that those are the major things. Also, <laughs> it helps you see like a holistic approach. You see that seeing is connected with play, move, and, and talk. And, and talk is connected with play, move, <laughs> you know, it's everything connected. And it helps you like to see that having like these four pillars in mind helps you see the child as one thing, not just like this area, talk, let's just talk. No, it's right. also, like, talk and move here. Yeah. Right, because as you were saying, like each of those pillars You can bring in and encourage all different areas of development, right? So if you're using some part of class, like a Learn With Less class that is dedicated to singing or music, you can see how that connects to supporting cognitive development, supporting communication development, supporting motor and sensory development, supporting social and emotional development. So all of those things are connected, as you said, Sarah. And I love hearing that that is a value for you, because for me, obviously, that's a big part of how this was all created and formulated is really helping both families and professionals feel that interrelatedness and the holistic nature of early, early development in those first three years. Also in that line, you know, it's not like the, the mind that changes because it's the practice too, because you have like the holistic approach in your mind, but then you learn how to plan to make this go to the practice. And I love like to have the, the four pillars, for example, you can take the four pillars and say, plan your therapy. And then in a month, review them and say, okay, I feel like I wasn't using the move that much. So I'm gonna start using a little bit more the move. Uh, oh, this month I didn't use this one. So I'm gonna start using this more. And it helps you like to plan with balance. For your own self as a professional, it's that self-reflection. That's yeah. really great to hear. Thank you for sharing that. I remember back in the beginning when you and I first spoke about, you know, you coming and joining in the program, you mentioned how the kinds of programs that are available in San Salvador, where you live, which is a large city with very diverse set of people socioeconomically and, you know, in all different ways. Right. So I remember you mentioning that there were things like parent and child classes available that were more things like specifically in like a Waldorf philosophy or Montessori type classes. I mean, obviously, we've touched upon this a little bit in general about how with Learn With Less, you don't need these specific materials as you might in a different kind of philosophy types of classes. But I'm so curious to hear a little bit more about and, and obviously like that Learn With Less, again, you're just using materials that the family already has. For you and your experience, both as a professional delivering these classes and also 
the kinds of feedback that you received from families, what was the response? What did people have to say? How did they feel about a program that focused on something very different? Yeah. I love the question because I think that sometimes it goes like underwater, I don't know, and, and yeah. you don't realize about it. But I found that the parents feel more confident. They also like learn to see the progress. Oh my God, that's a, a very special thing in, in the program because you have to learn to see how kids respond to the activities and you have to learn how to name it and to affirm it and to give them the, the motivation to continue doing that, yeah. doing more of that. And the parents learn to do that too. It's yeah. not just me. They also do it. And I received messages of them like, these are the things that they did this week. This, 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 this. And they learn to do that. And the other thing that I love it's, and I use a lot is the just and. <laughs> yes, and, right. Like we talk about in improv comedy. Right. Can you explain it a little bit? Yeah. The just and is like a principle in the, in, in the theater, right? Yeah, improvisational uh, theater. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome because it's that one person says something or does something and the other person has to affirm that thing that the other person did and like to build from that and, and expand it you know it's so awesome because it really works in therapy when a child uh, in therapy and in home and in everything in any relationship child, I think yeah. <laughs> yeah and also yeah yes with your friends and everyone when someone says something yes you did blah, blah, blah. What if we do blah, blah, blah? You know, it's like so amazing how, how this works and parents learn to do this. So they don't have to be like so worried about what activities to do because they just go with the child and flow with, with their with their initiative. Yes. Okay. So we can go in a couple different directions from here because... <laughs> That I was just bringing like up that. a whole other set of information. So, but, so we'll come back to this piece, but I want to talk just for a second too about how, again, I remember for you in the beginning, you were thinking, well, not only is this yeah. really important for those families who can say afford a class that is like Montessori or those families who like know about these kinds of philosophies, which in general, I mean, let's face it, are often families who have means or access financially. Yeah, but that was exactly yeah. Yeah, so tell us more you. about how that played into your decision to join us. I'm, too. I'm sorry that I get so excited. <laughs> and so but it's awesome because it's like a cheaper approach to use. <laughs> and it can sound weird because the families can access to that easier. And, in, and if you want to do, I don't know, like uh, something as volunteer or something like that is easier because you are not using more money or using more resources to help families. So I think that it's it's so awesome also that, you know, all these approaches that, that you mentioned, like Montessori, Baldur, Gimbori, and a lot of, of those are so awesome. And for example, Montessori was created not just, not yeah. for high class people. Right. Was created for for everyone and actually everyone, you know, 
Yeah. But it, it has taken another like path and it has gone to a specific population and not all the people can afford that. So I, I really love that people can access to this in a better price or sometimes even with, without having to pay. And also that they can use it at home. They don't have to buy the materials that they say this other approach have to use, like wooden stuff, you know, you don't have to buy that. So yeah, that that one thing that I really like and I also think that it's very attractive for organizations and foundations foundations yeah yeah because you can go to any area and help families letting them learn to because you know we're talking not just about kids education we are also talking about parents and teachers education yes. in some places in this country and I know that in every country there's people that want to help their child but can't because right. they don't know how not just because they don't have the resources but because they don't know how and uh, if you go to a, a place you are not given just like social help you are also like teaching and helping them build from what you give them so Yeah, that's an amazing part of the program. Hmm. I'm curious to hear your perspective, Sarah, about because I think a lot of times with a specific parenting philosophy, it centers one culture or one perspective, Western culture, for instance, right? But I'm very curious to hear, like, because culturally, the family structure or the way that people behave in, in a family unit, parenting culture and the perspective of, for instance, El Salvadorian parents versus a parent in New York City or Idaho or London or Cairo, like is very different, right? So how is it that this kind of structure works in El Salvador? Like, have you found that you had to adjust certain things from the classes? What what does that look like for you? Yeah, I love because the classes can, I think that the development of the child is almost the same. In Universal, any part right. Of, yeah, mm -hmm. in any part of, of the world. You can have like the structure clear, but change what is inside. And I, for example, doing the translations. So the, the things that I had to adopt was music. Like the songs. specific songs, for instance, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. For example, you can sing... Well, you can see anything and here we have something that works yeah. for a specific, the same, and that people will feel comfortable doing it because it's not just about, oh, let's use national stuff. It's about those things are national because they connect with people here, yeah. not just because we are proud of being Salvadorian that I am, but also that because those things are here because they connect with us. So music, also the use of some words. Doing the translation, it was interesting too that I was like, I have doubts to use this word or that word, but uh, when I was talking with you, you said like, you can write it down as you will use it and people can feel free to change it themselves right. when they need to. And right. that flexibility is awesome. Also, uh, the use of materials, you know, if you, you don't have to buy a specific type of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> right. As, a, as the facilitator, you don't have to bring yeah. Rice Krispies 
be bucks, right? It can be whatever it is. It can be whatever. And also, if you're going to paint with some fruit, you can use fruits that are in the, your country. Yes. It's so easy, so simple, because the program gives you that flexibility. And yes. also, I have to mention, in the pandemic, I had to do my demo class online, yes. and it really worked, yes. really worked. And I did it with people in Ecuador. I also had people, I, I think that Mexico. Or I remember. In, Honduras. Yeah, yeah, Honduras. But it was amazing. And people here in El Salvador too. And it, it was awesome because it worked. And I could use the songs that we all we all understood and we all felt connected with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that, that those are the things. But not just that you have to use these songs or you have to do this this stuff. You learn to adapt. And yeah, it's like unstructured structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as we said before, it's like a change of mindset. So if you change your mindset, you you are able to adapt it to yeah. any circumstance and, and resource. Yeah, I also wanted to go back and say, because because we were talking about cereal boxes. It doesn't have to be a cereal box because not everybody in the world eats yeah. cereal. It can be yeah. just a cardboard box, right? Yeah, whatever. And it, it was funny because some, some words I had to look for it when I, I was writing the translation, I, I had to look for some things and see the picture and say like, what in the world is that? Oh. We we never use that. Right. We, why will I have to write it there if people if hear? If it's not even right. It? And again, but, all of the all of the materials, it always says these are suggested something yes. like this. Right. So, yeah. So you and I would talk about because actually I want to just make it very clear to people. Sarah is the one of our facilitators who has been responsible for actually translating all of the activity plans, all of the parent handouts, everything that we have created into the Spanish language so that we have now not only for Sarah, but for any one of our facilitators who does speak Spanish and would like to offer this program mm -hmm. in another language to serve families whose primary language is Spanish or whose home language is Spanish or that they would like to even have just the handout in Spanish to refer to maybe for a family member or, or another caregiver. So not only do we have those additional handout kinds of things that go home with parents for the Learn With Less program that have been translated, but also the entire program of the lesson plan, each of those are now translated into Spanish. So anyone who is a facilitator who actually speaks Spanish and would like to serve families who also speak Spanish, this can be done now in Spanish. So this is the first of many, many languages that we would like to do this for. And Sarah, just to name this incredible feat that you have completed, you did all of that. And I just am so grateful to you. And again, like what you said about how, you know, because El Salvadorian Spanish is different from Spanish in Mexico and it And, and different from Andorran Spanish and in Spain, right? So we know that there is flexibility. And, you know, I think one of the things that you felt like, oh, well, that's okay. Like if I put the word coche for car, knowing that some families will say carro, depending on where they are, it's okay. And th that the knowledge is that that facilitator who's serving families in Spanish will know which one to use and we can always adapt and shift as needed. Yes. And you, I was thinking right now, that sometimes when when you study and you're preparing to give some specific service your teachers tell you that you have to do a b c and like 
specific steps and specific words. Right. And when you go there and you have to, that's not how it works. <laughs> and and yeah, and th that's amazing because in this approach, you can make it your own way. It's, it's not only that you have to do it like the way that your country does that, but also the way that you as a facilitator feel comfortable yeah and and you also it's like a a, a chain a you, chain you reaction learn, yeah you learn to do it that way and you say okay I don't have to do it as I yell it does it so I will do it my way and parents say I don't have to do it the way Sarah does it so I can do it my way and childs come and say oh I don't have to do it the way Sarah and my parents do that so I will do it my own way and they roll in that way and they will teach it to, mm. to the people they are with when they are older It is. It's that chain reaction that we're all learning. And I mean, this is a big part of the learn with less philosophy. The learn with less program is, is that lack of hierarchy, right? Like even for me, when I'm training everyone or the coaches that are training, we we're all in the same boat. We're all learning from each other. And then those learn with less facilitators who've been certified and out there doing what they've been doing. They then are very open and sharing of what's working or not working for them. And we all problem solve. And it's very useful to have also people who are, say, special educators like yourself, speech language pathologists, occupational therapists, physical therapists, early childhood educators, social workers. There's so much variety and diversity within all of our experiences that mm -hmm. everyone also comes to it from a different place. But it is very much by design that what we are sharing with each other and then what each of us is sharing with the families that we serve in each class is led by the group that is literally present in that moment. So mm -hmm. it's not like one person, as in you, the facilitator who's teaching everybody how to do this one new thing. It's everybody figuring it out together and learning from each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny because you have the planning of the session, but when you're, you read it, you say, okay, maybe I will take less time because of the activities that I have today. But when you go there, time just flies. And because you, you're not just doing what the plan says that you have to do you're also doing what parents propose and and, and also what childs indicate they want in their own way so the the session goes like it's an interesting game uh an open-ended session you know it's 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 very interesting and having that in mind also helps so much with confidence and it helps you just like okay we have to move we have to move no you you don't have to you can stay there and if childs are learning from what you're doing so continue where you are right uh, and there's yeah. always ways to integrate the other pieces into that specific activity right like you said if you're finding that everyone is really enjoying these materials and it's already been 20 minutes you can just continue with those materials and move into maybe you were in the sing section and now we can keep doing the same thing but maybe okay how could we do this if we're just talking and 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 integrating more movement. What can we do here mm -hmm. with these same materials and continuing on with, with what's being enjoyed in that way? So yeah, I yeah. love that. It's true. It is, as we said, it's an unstructured structure. There's yeah. so much flexibility within the lesson plan, but it is recognizable still, right? Yes. 
And also some, some approaches that we were talking about that before. Tell, just like tell you what to do and we do, what materials maybe to do it. But here is awesome because you learn how to give the explanation about what, what you did that day was important. Right. And that's amazing because you don't want parents to do things just because you say you have to. Right. You want parents that know what they are doing. And, and it's not like magic tools or something like that. You're not giving them something magic that if you do it like this and that will work. No, you're giving them science. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're telling them why that is important and why do they have to do it. And also when they know why they're doing that, their brain says like, oh, so I can do this another thing and this another thing. And they start like to see the, the progress in their child's easier. I wonder if you have any specific examples in your head of that when they realize like, oh, that's what I just did or that's even what I've already been yeah. doing. One example is when parallel talk, you use it for the child to have the words and to expand like their vocabulary and to make structures in their head about what they're doing. And when you explain that to the parents, they are able to do it. Actually, they sometimes do it naturally. Right. But when you know that these works for something, you start doing it more or more intentional and you start to take the little moments and make them special and useful. Also, I was thinking about the joint attention is something that parents, they do it naturally, but when they know that this exists and it's part of the development, yeah. they start doing more stuff and start learning also that they just don't have to take their child to see what they see, but they can join to the, the things that the child is paying attention. So I think that those two are examples of things that I've seen in in the room, in ESOP room, <laughs> but also that parents have told me that they are doing more. And sometimes, for example, if the kid is playing with soil and start, I don't know, like saying one, two, three, and, and throwing it to it. Throws, to the throws the dirt all over the place, yeah. Yeah, so when the parent know that to say what they are doing works, they do it. And then the other day that the kid is playing with soil, the kid starts using the words that the parent were using when he was playing. So I, I think that it's it's so awesome how this works and knowing that this is not magic, it's just like the brain working in his awesome way. I love how you said that. That's great. You've said so much around this topic already, but I'd love to just hear from your perspective also about the value for parents and caregivers that are coming to these classes. Like, how do you define that both for yourself and your own mind? And also, how have you come? Because we do, of course, as you very well know, a lot of work around this in the program to help professionals market their classes and to help share that value with families that they hope will come and attend their classes. So for you, how do you define the value for parents and caregivers who want to join you in this experience of say a learn with less class? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is the confidence 
that's like the the greatest value because uh, especially when people is like parent for the first time they feel so afraid of so many things so this gives them like the confidence to know that some things happen naturally and the other things that doesn't happen naturally you can learn and do it also to connect what they do instinctively with the things that they are learning and they are they can use also all the things that we talked i think that are related with the the parenting work <laughs> and yeah for example the materials uh, especially a mom when she just gave birth mm -hmm. she the last thing she wants to do is leave her baby and go to shopping uh, and go and buy a lot of things <laughs> the the thing that she wants to do is be with her baby and this program gives her the opportunity that she won't need anything she can be with her child and use whatever she has at home especially when she's tired too yes yeah so, so <laughs> yes you know about that so valuable to give them that and to tell them you don't have to worry if you don't have a specific toys mm -hmm. because you have your home and you have your voice and you have your hands and the other value is that they can when they're looking for the location for their kids they can look for what they want and they are so able to see when there's freedom for the child or when there's not in a school hmm. and and to find like the best place to do that or to do it themselves at home you know the benefit is not just like oh i can do this but also you have the tools and here are some extra tools if, if you didn't know about this I, there's a question that i really love in the program and it, it is have you ever done this the, the activity have you ever done this like the joint attention and the yeah. parents are like yes <laughs> i actually did it and the other question is where or when in what moments can you do it more Yeah. And so this connection is so, so rich. I yes. think that those are some of the benefits. And I know that there's a lot more because as we said that we are everyone so different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, people get so different things from the program. We we all, I think that not all parents get the same. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, other thing that I found with the parents I work is that some parents come here being so expressive and telling me everything, but others are like, like shy and they are like maybe at the beginning, like afraid to tell me the things because they think that I know a lot and they don't. But actually, when when I start using these things, they mm -hmm. start seeing like they can communicate with me. Mm -hmm. And that if they communicate with me, the work will be better. So giving them the, the, the possibility to, to talk and to say, yes, I've done this in these situations. And I think that I can do it more in these other situations yeah. or I have this and I don't know how to use it. You know, the, the possibility to talk, it's so amazing and you don't have it always. And other thing is that the parent is there. Right. So they're not just helping their child grow, but they are going hand in hand with them. They are growing together and seeing and being present in the process. It's not just the things that they are learning, but also the, the connection that they can have 
that makes it so yes so amazing well i also think because i actually i just opened up our like spreadsheet about the feedback that you've gotten and i wanted to touch upon this piece because a few of your responses from families mentioned i really liked when we talk about our highs and lows and make comments together in the group and this is actually a piece that we haven't even touched on that is such a value to families of the program but i wanted to bring it up because literally one of your respondents, one of your participants said that that was something that they loved about the class is that community piece of being in community with other families for the parents and for the children. Can you talk a little bit about that? Especially you did a lot of this in the pandemic, right? Virtually and parents still found that piece of being together and the value of community was so strong and so enriching. So I would love to hear a little bit more about that from you. I think that parenting was never meant to be a solo thing. It, it was always uh, created to be as a community. And we have lost that in the in in the contemporary world. So I think that when parents face this and realize the possibility of talking without being judged, that they find that it's not just what they do with their child that is important, but also what they feel and what they need. And also when they do things great to, you know, to share it with other people and help others because helping others is a part of the human being and when parents are able to help another person that is in the same path that they are they also grow and feel better you know this emotional area is so important and it's not just the the kids that connect with each other because sometimes parents go to a group thinking for my child to talk with other kids but it's so important that parents connect with other parents you know i think that it's because being with other parents help them to communicate without restriction sometimes parents are so careful when they share with other person that it's not parent or when they go to a home they are like apologizing a lot or when people comes home they are apologizing for the toys or and for anything that happens you know but when they are with other parents they can feel completely free and understand that what they are going through it's is normal and that if they need help they can ask it too and that it's normal to have a hard time doing some things and yeah I know that the benefit of being in community is not just that you can see other people and talk with other people but also that you can realize a lot of things about yourself and help others that we do naturally sharing the load in some ways yeah yeah I want to mention that that review is for the first time I did a class yes so people didn't know parents didn't yes. know the other parents that were in the session they were all strangers so, yes yeah they were all strangers and they all felt comfortable to share I I now I remember that they told us about uh, two two families have two kids sick and they told the group that and yeah. being there and you know and it was not receiving advice right that was so, so awesome because it was not I didn't tell them what to do because of their kids 
being sick and other parents didn't tell them what to do and not to have their child sick just like to express that and not having to be strong right <laughs> it, yes. it, yeah just to be here for them was awesome and yeah. it, it's amazing to think about that they were all strangers and and it wasn't even in a in a room together it was in a zoom room literally in a room online in the internet amazing. world <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember about so, that. I mean, I would love to know from you too, like, what do you think is the reason why they were able to do that? Like, what about the class, about you as a facilitator, about the structure of it all, about how you shared what would happen in the class even before leading it? Like, all of those are the ways that we teach how to create that environment in Learn With Less. But how did you create that? I think that... I think that first of all, receiving them happy <laughs> and being happy to be with them and being gen genuine to say yes. that you are happy to have them there. Also, other thing that maybe sounds crazy is in the hello song, you say hello to the parents too, yeah. because the session is not just for the kids. So I think that that also says, Oh, so I'm supposed to participate and to have fun too. Because when you're playing with a kid and you are not having fun, you are just being part of a life. <laughs> you know, you need to play, wanting to play. Yeah. And, and also giving them the permission to participate in the level they want to participate. Not saying like, you have to do this, you have to do that. No, just letting them be the person they are because their child doesn't need another person. They need them as the person they are, giving them the permission to do that. Also, giving the space, like, to name it, say it aloud. Like, you can say anything when you want it. And if you don't feel comfortable, you can do this or that. Or this is the moment to say our highs and lows. And, you know, it, it was not like this just happened. No, you, you gave them the space and you yeah. told them that that was the time to mm. do that. But, you know, like giving them the attention, like one-on-one, -on -one, I yeah. think that also helped. Yeah. And to affirm that what they were doing was amazing. For example, one thing that I love is when, for example, the kid is moving a shaker and you name, oh, you, you took the shaker and you're moving it. You're making music. And when the parent takes another thing without you telling them, you can also name that. And when you name what the parent is doing, the parent says oh I'm doing this great right, right. <laughs> yeah so I like the details oh another thing I remember now is I sent like three emails yeah and those emails were powerful because they had the information of the materials that were things that they had at home but also had information about please be on the floor be prepared to to play and don't worry you don't have to do this or that yeah. or in any moment you can do this with your camera you can turn it off if you need to yeah you can yeah you can move the important thing is not that i see you but that you are doing it great you know you can even give this session with their camera off you can do it so giving them like the space a plenty of space you know like to move and not a, a specific way or a specific no they can do 
it however they want. And you say that a lot of things. In this session, I, I repeated a lot of things. And the same thing you do in, in the session with parents. You repeat and repeat the things, repeat the things. And for example, I can say, you can feel comfortable doing this or that. In another moment, you can feel comfortable not to do this. You can feel comfortable to do this if you want. You know, yeah. and repeating that word makes something inside of them yes. that they feel so comfortable to be in community and to share later because they are part of the group and I'm not the authority because they are doing the, the job. It, that's another thing that I always start saying that they're like 40 minutes with me, but alive with them, <laughs> a complete week with their child. So they know, I say this a lot, that they know better their kids than me. So that is like awesome. One day a mom asked me, it's okay that my kid watch this program. And my response was, I don't know what that program is, but you can go with your instinct. Yeah. What does your instinct say? Mm -hmm. And when I asked them to teach me, it makes something inside of them that they can feel free. Yeah. to say what they like or what they don't like and to share their highs and lows and yeah. all that things. Right. Because you're not judging them. You're not telling them something that's right or wrong or even giving them advice to do the next thing. You're just holding the space and letting them feel and be who they are. And even when you're giving the instruction, you're not saying we are going to do this. You are saying I invite you to yes. do this or that. And the, I invite you just that word. I, I don't know, but it's, it's amazing. It's an invitation. Because, yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. just an invitation and knowing that they can say no. Right. And I, I love that the Learn With Less program is not just the four pillars, but also some principles. I, I think that the, knowing that you can give an opportunity just to, to recreate a space, you don't have to make the kid do a specific thing. You just are making the space. So if the kid doesn't do something, it's okay because they didn't have to so that gives the parents a lot of confidence that it is not them that are doing something wrong but it's right. just that the kid didn't want to do it in that moment and that's perfectly fine yes Did you know in, in the therapy room it also is amazing because parents sometimes are like but why why doesn't my child do this and when is he going to do this how many sessions you know right. but I say here I'm not not uh, making them do things I'm just opening a space and giving them the opportunity and that's what you have to do so you have to let go that responsibility because it's not your responsibility you just have to give the space the space is what you have to do and the other things will happen yeah thank you for that Sarah I'd love to also hear just as we sort of close out because I've taken up <laughs> a lot of your time already but I want to hear just a little bit about you know, how Learn With Less has impacted you in your life within the program and even outside of the program and how you're using it not only within the classes, but now also in other parts of your life. Yeah, I think that with my friends that are moms, it's amazing to sit and talk, you know, like not not like a professional, but I, I will always be a professional even when I'm not in doing my work. But I think that the confidence 
the confidence that I can I can do the things my own way and to value my culture, for example, is another thing that actually you you have helped me to do more because you you feel that every culture is valuable and it is. So that's another thing. And as we said, some principles like the just end yeah. is something that I've learned with the conversations, even with my husband <laughs> and with everyone, because yeah, it's something that every human needs. So it helps to communicate better. I feel that I'm a more creative person because I have to improvise more in the therapy room. So I have to, and in the sessions of learning with less so now I can do songs and any song is okay yeah I know and also about the things the, the way I, I think have changed for example I talked a lot of the materials for the sessions but what if in the kitchen I don't have something and now my mind says there must be another thing that can work for that and and, and it's amazing to think about that so yeah, I think more so much more flexible in your own thinking yeah it's great. It, it, it helps you to be a, a more flexible person and you know I also when when I was in the the calls with the other facilitators we all were in different places most of them in the United States but other there were kind Canada and, yeah. but we all had a, a lot of ideas and we all value connecting with other people and feeling that we are all the same even when we don't use the same words mm -hmm. or we don't use the same materials or asking when I don't understand something like asking them and you know it, it's it's so awesome yeah and you know like I think that realizing that yes you can find inspiration in a lot of places maybe on Instagram Pinterest and a lot of places but you cannot find inspiration inside of yourself so uh, using that inspiration to create and for your work and also your home and your friends and yeah it it's amazing thank you for that it's I'm so happy you feel that way is there anything else that you would like to share just from the heart with our listeners here today you know I think that maybe that I'm very thankful for this opportunity not just because of the possibility of, of give sessions but because how this changes you as a person and as a therapist or a teacher or whatever, you know, I say therapy or teacher because I'm, yeah. I'm the both things. You're both, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that that opportunity was so awesome. And, and I want to, to repeat this, that if you are thinking to enter into the program and you're evaluating the possibility, just don't think specifically what are you going to do when you finish the program just let yourself learn in the way and find out how that's going to work and also that i'm so thankful not just for the materials and the videos and the audios and and all the things we had to read and all the things but also being part of the facebook group was yes. so amazing because you have a, a support group where you can ask whatever you need 
and you can give whatever you have. And really, I, I just want to replicate that someday to have a group where I can help people as, as you actually do and as all the facilitators do. Yeah. Right, because we try to replicate literally what we're trying to create for parents so that you can feel that, you can feel supported, you can feel like you have a place yeah. to ask all the questions. And like you were saying earlier, it's this, I guess you could call it like a waterfall effect, right? Like you were describing it as a chain reaction too, mm -hmm. like where you have all of the facilitators are getting what they need so that they can then pass it down to the parents so that they can then pass it down to the children. And then yeah. you are creating this whole social impact and human impact and community yes. impact in communities all over the world. So yes. And when you're like preparing us learn with less facilitator, you're not like reading materials or listening to things or listening to you. But you are also seeing other people implement the program themselves and yes. you are able to give them feedback and you are able to receive feedback. So I don't know, it happens that when you're learning, you have, you, you know how to do that because you have never seen someone doing it. You yeah. are like confused and afraid, but in this program, you can see and also do it and also talk about it. So it's like a very complete uh, program. I love to hear that. Thank you. Thank you for being part of it. We're so happy, Sarah. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to be in community with you. I'm so grateful for now our friendship. I, I really hope to work with you more because it was so awesome. And it, it wasn't just great that it was to, to do the things and learn, but also to be able to talk with you and have all the learning just from talking and all the comfort of being here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you don't you have to being. be like any specific kind of human. You can just be you here. And that's amazing. Thank you. That means a lot to hear. I really love this yeah. I really really love this and I'm so thankful for you and all the things that you do I, I and I really admire you a lot thank you well thank you so much for your time today and all of the energy you've given to this program over the last year plus and we're just so thankful thank you thanks for being here see you later what will you do the rest of your day Goodbye to the babies, goodbye to the toddlers, goodbye bigger kids, goodbye all the siblings, goodbye to the grown-ups, goodbye to the singers, goodbye I yell it, goodbye to this music we laughed and we played, we're getting very clever, this is what counts, being here together. Gracias por estar aquí hoy que tu día vaya muy bien. Adiós a Yelit, adiós Sara, adiós a todos, nos vemos muy pronto. Creímos y jugamos, aprendimos mucho, pero lo mejor fue hacerlo todo juntos. Thank you so much, everyone. The Learn With Less podcast brings you information, tips, and resources about all things early parenthood and early childhood. Don't forget to download our free infant and toddler development blueprint by heading to learnwithless.com blueprint today. If you haven't yet done so, please do leave a review of the Learn With Less podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. That helps other people find the good work we are doing. And after you've done that, go ahead and share Learn With Less with a friend or colleague. See you next time.